You're listening to College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. I have a question for you. Are you feeling overwhelmed by the college recruiting process? You have come to the right place. Jill will bring you expert tips and interviews with special guests to help you take a deep breath and know, yes, you are moving in the right direction to find your college team. After this podcast, don't forget to head to Jill's shop page to purchase her two guidebooks that will make everything in college recruiting much more clear and simple. Let's get started. Welcome everyone. This is College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. This is a podcast for recruits, JH girls, parents, and coaches. I believe knowledge is power in the recruiting process. I have sat on the side of the desk recruiting gymnasts to Division I schools for over 20 years. Now I own a thriving consulting business, placing over a thousand gymnasts to college teams. I will bring you all the tips and insights to make your recruiting process less like a roller coaster ride and more like a smooth path with direction and confidence. So let's dive into today's topic, how to prepare for college coaches coming to watch you practice. So tomorrow is June 15th. Are you ready? Are you excited? I have a feeling most of you are a little bit nervous but you should be super proud whether or not you are gonna have one phone call tomorrow or one email. You need to pat yourself on the back for all you have gone through this year just to get this far. And now the exciting part is we finally have the dead period lifted. So June 15th is here tomorrow and it's gonna look different for every single person. No two people are the same and no two people get recruited the same way. So for some, it's all about getting back from a surgery and gaining the skills needed to show the college coaches. Some are still doing physical therapy. Some of you um, might receive some emails from college coaches saying, keep us updated. Others of you might get a text message Some of you might get direct phone calls. Other college coaches may have set up a time to come watch you practice this week. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Again, if you receive no communication from a coach, do not lose hope. Recruiting will continue and it just may take a little bit longer for the college coaches to connect with you. Try to stay in your own lane and be your best you. But recruiting for those 2023s who are ready to have college coaches come watch their practice, I just wanted to share with you some uh, a few tips that I think will help prepare you uh, for that type of recruiting. Yes, college coaches have lists and they put their recruits in order based on skill level, scores, and videos. So they might have a top tier level, they might have a medium tier level, and they might have a lower tier level. They do not know, just like you don't know, they do not know who in the end is gonna commit to them 
they don't know which ones they're gonna like the most and nor will you because you have to get to know them as much as they have to get to know you so there's still a lot involved in the recruiting process um, that has to happen in order for you to make a solid decision. Now, one thing before I go into some tips is I want to remind you that your academics are should be your number one priority. It feels all about gymnastics. It's... Um, on your mind all the time about skills and scoring and doing well in your videos and all the physical part of being recruited as an athlete. But you must remember that after those four years of college, you want to be able to go on in your life and have majored in your desired um, academic field of study. You don't want to look back and realize you went to a college for the gymnastics, but you came out not with the academic, you know, graduation major that you need for your future. So even though the college coach's main focus when you're in the thick of recruiting through their lens is going to be your skill level, your athleticism, your scores, and your videos, you need to remind yourself of what are your goals academically. Which colleges are the right fit for you? You, you don't want to sacrifice your academics for the gymnastics part. And I think the most challenging um, piece of that is it's really hard to separate that out and to keep that in perspective at your age. But you really need to do that. All right. So how do you prepare for these college coaches that might be calling your club coaches and saying, I want to come watch practice? So here's just some things to consider. Number one, you want to meet with your club coach and come up with a plan, not only a plan for the day of that practice, but also look at the whole calendar over the summer and see if it's possible to say yes and no to the dates that they want to come based off of what's going to make you come across the best. So, for example, if you had three schools that wanted to come see you and they all wanted to come on a back-to-back -back date, so Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of next week, and you're just getting back from an injury or you're just getting back from a vacation with your family, that might not be the best date. Can you ask for a different date? Yes, you totally can, but you need to have a plan. You need to sit down with your club coach, look at the calendar, look at what the summer looks like, and um, try to stick with the dates that they offer because they're juggling a whole bunch of things too. But you need to have a plan and it needs to be, you need to think through um, are those going to be the best dates for you in terms of all the different schools that might want to come in? They typically don't like to come on the same date, uh, but it does happen occasionally, but they typically like to be in there without any other college coaches. Also, before I go to number two, remember, um, oh, I guess I was going to go 
over that in just a second. There are rules to them being in the gym. So uh, I will get to that. Okay, number two, if coaches are coming, like I said, you need to, um, and you are struggling with an injury or your body is not going to have a, you can tell it, something came up and you've got them booked, you can always, and they would appreciate knowing what's going on because they have expectations walking in the gym and they want to be able to see, you know, not full routines, but they definitely want to see a certain amount of your skills. So you want to be communicating with these college coaches no matter what comes up. That's number two. So number one, have a plan with your club coach as best you can. When you start getting dates from these colleges when they call to come watch practice and you need to um, break down that plan based off of how you personally do you know if you're going to go hard and show a college coach everything you got and then the next day you're going to walk in sore and tired then that might not be a good plan to have them coming back to back all right um so that's number two number three they do not expect you to do full routines, all right? Um, number four, they do not expect you to do heavy numbers of skills. So you need to remember it's best for you to do what keeps you safe and what you're used to, all right? So you definitely don't want it to be unorganized. You definitely don't want them walking in and they're sitting there, you know, 10 hours waiting for you to finish four events. Not that that would happen, but, you know, having a plan um, to show them your best you on all four events would be what I would recommend. Number five, you are allowed to say hello, but there should be no talking to the college coaches by the athlete or the parent. That's an NCA violation. Now, you can, number six, you can talk to them afterwards when you are done with your training, with your practice. Number seven, be sure to dress well. Look sharp, not sloppy, okay? So when you come to practice, you wanna be organized, you wanna be efficient, you want to get your assignment um, and get things done. They are looking for girls that don't dilly-dally around. Um, in gymnastics, you'll realize in college, it's mandated you only get a certain amount of hours to train. So they want to find athletes who can do their skills with quality, not quantity. You don't get to do quantity in college. There's just not enough time. So when you go to each event, you should have a plan. Number one, what I mentioned, have a plan with your club coach. You're going to warm up. You're going to go to the first event. You're going to do so many timers on vault, for example, and then you're going to start doing your vault. Of course, on a soft landing with mats, they want to see realistic, but you don't have to take all hard landings or anything like that. But do you see there's a plan? That's what they are looking for. But you need to dress well, look sharp, and not sloppy. Like your hair needs to be up, and you don't need to wear a competitive leotard, but you don't also want to wear a sloppy shirt or something, or something that's not going to look well on you. Number eight, hopefully you're not standing in lines waiting for your turn. Okay, keep that in mind. You don't want to be in a large group <laughs> for a college coach watching. They want to 
see efficiency, all right? And number nine, if you have a rough day, work through it with a good attitude. That can be extremely powerful. So don't be sad and blue if you are having a rough day and a college coach is there. Show them you can work through it. Show them you know how to reset your mind. So if you struggle on and fall while you're doing maybe a dance through on beam, um, get back up and nail the routine. That can be a really powerful way to get recruited. All right, so those are my nine things you can consider as you prepare. Just remember, um, they want to see everything that you're doing in terms of how you warm up, how you, um, what you're, what you're used to doing for conditioning. You don't want to leave all that out. Okay. They don't, it's not a meet they're trying to see. They're trying to see what's your day to day, how, you know, what's your day to day like. So what I did was I spoke to three division one coaches about this topic One's from a lower D1 school, one's from a mid D1 school, and one was from a high range D1 school. And I just asked them what they like to see when they go watch you guys uh, recruits at practice. All right, so the lower D1 school said, I think we are getting to the point now where we look for gymnasts who can't just do level 10 skills, but they can do basics really well and level 10 skills with dynamic movement, extension, and good feet and consistently to where it's expected and not just on a good day. All right. Um, and of course, this coach said we'd like to see their upgrades too. But he, this coach also said we are looking for respect, um, how they respect each other and their coaches a positive body language amongst their teammates and how coachable are they and receptive um, are they to corrections? Okay, so that was a lower D1 school. Here is a mid-range D1 school. Um, this coach said she likes to see a normal practice so I can truly see how they train and interact. If they are injured, it depends on the situation, but if I'm really interested in knowing what they, I need to see what they can do, not what they can't do. So if, if they can't do everything is what she's saying is show them what you can do, mm -hmm. but let them know ahead of time if they're coming in and you're injured. That is just really respectful to the college coach. This coach also said that if you're on the bubble, then they actually need to see everything you can do. Not full routines, but skills. Um, and then she said, if it's a top recruit, I'm coming to show them my interest. So that's kind of an interesting twist. I've seen their routines typically, and now I want them to know how much we want them. So I come to their gym to watch them practice. All right. Here is a high D1 school and how they like to see the practice go. They like to watch how an athlete warms up, their pre-workout conditioning. They want to see their gym's process. Um, she said, if we are recruiting a vaulter and floor worker, it's important to me that I see them do competitive vaults and their tumbling passes and a dance through. I look for skills on bars and beam, especially in the summer when they're not doing full routines. I am watching 
the recruit's personality, interaction with the coach, and being respectful. I am watching the athlete and how they respond to their coach. And if they walk off and they don't listen, that's not going to be someone will want to recruit. Um, so this coach said, this is a high D1 school. It's very multifaceted. When I know I want an athlete, I'm not worried about so much about their gymnastics. I'm more concerned with how they show the love and learn about the sport that they're doing and how they are as a person um, and how they treat their coaches. Okay, so those are three different perspectives from uh, Division I coaches and what they like to see. So I hope this was helpful. And I think whatever happens for you, uh, especially if you're a 2023 and you've been waiting to have back and forth communication with the college coaches, I hope you realize that getting a lot of contact with coaches next week um, does not always mean that, you know, that's the direction you're going to go or the direction they're going to go. That, you know, you really do um, never know. So you want to continue to keep loading your upgrades to Instagram. You want to continue to email these coaches and you want to respond to them immediately no matter um, what they ask of you or how they like to communicate with their recruits and then make a plan with your club coach for the coaches that are coming in to watch practice and remember those of you who are listening today and you go well there are no club coaches coming to watch me I mean I haven't they might not even come until December some coaches And the other big thing I like to share is many of the schools don't even have a budget to be able to travel and watch, go watch recruits at their clubs. So that's why it's super important to go to those showcases or to go to, um, you know, their campus and do a college uh, campus visit or get to their camps. So just keep it in mind there's only a percentage of recruits that have college coaches come watch them at their club the rest of you you are still going to get recruited more than likely it just might not be through this um channel of recruiting this is just one piece of the recruiting all right so um continue to subscribe or write a review about my podcast. I'm actually really enjoying doing these and I plan to continue. And if you're going to be on any college campuses um, this summer, whether it's camps or just visiting as a family, be sure that you um, check out my guidebooks that are on my shop page on jhicksconsulting.com. And if you want to become a JH girl, You can go to jhicksconsulting.com and click on Get Started. Fill out the forms page and one of our advisors will give you a call. And we, it doesn't matter if you're going into your senior year, we are still here for you. We will help you in any way that we can all the way down through eighth graders. We have uh, all different ages and keep your focus on you and what you do best and the rest will fall into place.
Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. If you're interested in Jill Hicks Consulting's advising services, head over to www.jhicksconsulting.com and click on the Get Started button to fill out your forms page. One of our advisors will give you a call. We're in your corner and we'll talk to you soon.